Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Shopify. You know, doing the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, there's a lot of dice rolling. There's a lot of talk, a lot of improv. There's also a lot of merch. This was something that we weren't really thinking about when we first started out, but when it came time to build out a merch shop, there was only really one place to go, which was Shopify. Shopify is basically what runs our web store. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launcher online shop stage, I remember those days, to the first real-life store stage, we will never have a brick and mortar but you know a lot of people have brick and mortars a lot of people sell things at like craft fairs and farmers markets shopify's there too shopify's there to help you grow whether you're selling pottery or bespoke custom DD dice sets available at store.dungeonsanddaddies.com well, shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person point of sale system wherever and whatever you're doing shopify has you covered and our zip up hoodie selection available at store.dungeonsanddaddies.com will also have you covered Shopify helps turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, which is like an AI tool they have, which can help you write better product descriptions, set up FAQs, email generation. So a little story, as you know, you know, we had our third party fulfillment company blow up uh, at the end of last year and we're with DFTBA now. And one of the things that was great about Shopify was that the back end, the thing that handles all of the, you know, the order flow and all that stuff was very easily transferable. So from a business standpoint, the only thing that changed was where our inventory is stored and where it's shipping out from. But all the back end management has basically stayed the same. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 different countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to help support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a one $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash daddies, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash daddies, all lowercase now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grownups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hi, I'm Ron F. Stampler. People come up to me all the time and they say, Ron, I wish that we had a pin to stick maybe on a fanny pack or a denim jacket or a backpack or maybe just collect to show our appreciation for our favorite podcast. I'm like, what's a podcast? Am I right? Anyways, up until now, I have not been able to help these people at all. But now everything is changing. Stop music. That's right. Here at Ron F. Stampler, Inc., 
We are selling premium lapel pins. That's pins that you can put anywhere. And they're premium. Call today by going online at www.ron.business. That's B-U-S. Uh, it's Ron.business. There's no .com with Ron, just business. It's www.ron.business. Dads don't have to pay a library fine. Made the library break his own book spy. Aaron died with the biography of Kucinich by her side. Blackbirds brought Aaron back to life. Laid the library's eyes down at her feet. Got a tree. Slap me cause I thought her final words were about we Broke the van Broke the van I thought I heard it say to me myself Guess there's only one place left to go Find the purple robes and get our kids They don't know Thanks to all these jewels we all are filthy stinking rich Thanks to all these jewels we all are filthy stinking rich Thanks to all these jewels we all are filthy stinking rich Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, sometimes a BDSM podcast, more often than not, uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we play D&D. Uh, this is a podcast about four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in the quest to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the bard slash rock and roller of the group Rock and Roll Dad, I guess you could even say. That's why I'm specced at. And this <laughs> week's dad fact. My specs. This week's dad fact about Glenn Close is this. Despite the popularity and ubiquity of virtual reality goggles, Glenn Close <laughs> has never put on virtual reality goggles out of principle. Why? That's how mind control starts, everybody. They're just getting us, they're just getting you used to the idea of putting on a thing that covers your eyes and your ears and it wraps around your head. Uh, that's mind control, and that's the first steps, and we're letting the government do it to us. Welcome to the desert of the real. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Henry Oak. I'm, God, I did it again. I'm Will Campos. I we play did Henry it. Oak. You're dedicated. Birkenstock, rocking, granola crunching, nature hippie druid dad who doesn't wash his hands as often as he should. <laughs> My dad fact this week, more of a dad observation, really, is that Henry considers himself the Donatello of the dads. <laughs> <laughs> He also considers himself the... What um, was Donatello's thing? I don't remember. Leonardo leads. Donatello does machines. Raphael is cool but rude. Give me a break. And Michelangelo is a party dude. Yeah. 
So mm. Henry fancies himself the thinking man's dad in the group. I don't know if he's right about that or not. Henry also thinks that he is the Charlotte of the group. If we're going to go sex in the city archetypes, oh. like, the, like kind of the most innocent, like the most pure, but like also a little uptight, like, you know, so that's I don't know sex in the city. All I know is like, I love that Henry Oak knows Ninja Turtles and sex in the city. Hey man, he's that's up on spread. pop culture. That's I don't know. It's good spread. Good coverage. He encompasses multitudes. That's it. That's my dad fact. Just so you all know, before the show, Matt didn't have a dad fact. And I was like, don't worry, Matt. I'll go before you and I'll like do a dad fact that'll give you an idea for your dad fact. So I don't know what Matt's got cooking, but maybe he'll let you know which Ninja Turtle <laughs> Daryl is because I have some thoughts on that. My name is Matt Arnold. I played Daryl Wilson, a stay at home coach dad who is now a barbarian in the Forgotten Realms. And I mean, he's probably, I see, I would have thought he's the Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> what? You dumb fuck. No. <laughs> you stupid you idiot. Daryl's the Raphael. Wait, is Raphael the Every leader? motherfucker wants to be Raphael. Leonardo's the... Oh, no, Leo. Oh, okay. Leonardo. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're Leonardo. Leonardo. Yeah. I didn't really watch Ninja Turtles. That wasn't really my Raphael's thing. I watched cool. the original literally, movie. I've literally never seen or know anything about Ninja Turtles. Oh, then yeah, Glenn's Raphael. And then... Yeah, uh, you're Mike. What? Yeah, you're absolutely Ra- Mike. Glenn is absolutely the Michelangelo. He's the no. party dude. Right. Raphael's the worst person in the group, and so is Glenn. And then Michelangelo is like the funny one. But Michelangelo's also like the party dude stoner archetype too. That's They're fair. Playing that. I mean, I would I, Ron is beyond Ninja <laughs> Ron is, Turtles. Ron is Casey <laughs> Jones on meth. No, isn't Ron <laughs> truly the one leading us? <laughs> Ron, That's true. Ron is Leonardo, but doesn't know it. <laughs> um, my last minute dad fact is 50% of the furniture in the house is built by Daryl Wilson. Wow. Um, Huge yeah, built, flex. That's he hard. Built, he, yeah, he loves, he loves built, built he loves the house. Wait, you just no, mean that sentence. he bought it on Ikea and built it? No, and- no, no. He does not. He is very upset if somebody has a, In fact, he looks in disdain at all the pieces of furniture. Now, they are often the easiest pieces of furniture to make. <laughs> And now the real death fact is if he's being honest, 50% is like, if you include the spice rack, the cutting board and the cutting boards oh my gosh. and like the fact that he like did like the toilet roll, which is just like a doyle, a doily, you know, like a doily. A do- what, is, what do they call it? Dowel. Dowel is the word you're looking Dowel. for. Hey, I'm not Daryl. <laughs> And yeah, that's it. You just play him on the podcast. I just play him on podcast. Hi, my name is Beth May, and I play Ron Stampler, emotionally stunted stepfather and rogue. Um, I'm sorry, I was so thrown by the doily comment. Um, what is a doily? I, that's it's a like, word, it's right? Like a it's little, yeah, little, it's like a little lacy thing you put shit on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Daryl does. <laughs> Daryl knows how to do that, too. Uh, 50% <laughs> of the doilies in this <laughs> yeah, are we'll sewn see. by him. Fun. A Beth May fact is that I once got so enraged by trying to assemble a, an Ikea nightstand that I actually, like, wrecked it. Like, destroyed it. Well, like, you hulked Physically, out on it? Yeah. Anyway, um, f- fun fact about Ron. God, I'm glad I didn't believe Will when he's like, well, you can piggyback off of it. Because, like, I just have no context for... I have no uh, Ninja Turtle knowledge. because I'm Ron is rock steady and bebop. <laughs> I don't get that either. <laughs> I'm drowning. The fun fact about Ron is that in the fourth grade, he got sent to the principal's office for plagiarizing a book report on the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Whoa. Yeah. Heavy duty. Was it now? How did, did he, he plagiarize? Yeah, how did he plagiarize? Oh, like he read the book report out loud and everybody's like, that's not what Ron, like, like he gets up to the front of the class and he's like, the novel Adventures of Huckleberry Finn is a satirical novel because <laughs> there is a large number of characters and a lot of events that extend through the extensive novel. And, like, I think his teacher was like, no, Ron. <laughs> Who did he plagiarize from? 
Let's see. How old? The back of the book. His buddy Cliff. His buddy Huckleberry. His buddy Cliff. (laughs) His buddy's his buddy Cliff's and and his notes. I don't get it, Freddie. Oh, I get it. Wow. Freddie, say it a few more times. They might like it this time. Yeah. Well, I think they didn't get get it, it. Anthony. And then once they get it, they like it. Okay. (laughs) Save that good shit for the podcast, not the intro. (laughs) That's true. I'm Anthony Birch and I'm your dad <laughs> and I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. Um, so my dad fact, I guess is I think we mentioned this last episode uh, and we record these at a different rate than we release them, obviously. But um, there's a fan cast about Dungeons Daddies called yes. uh, Talking Sons. And I don't know if any of you listen to it. I, have I, have not. I, I haven't been in the okay. car enough. So I've listened to both episodes so far. And in the last episode, yeah, there's only two so far yeah. at the time of recording. And the most recent one was about the episode where Henry farts. And there is a story. Somebody says it is confirmed. It is factually true that somebody vomited listening to Will's description what? of a fart. Oh yeah. I believe it was somebody's wife. They may have been pregnant. I'm not sure. But I they- made someone puke. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That blood's on your hands. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it means now, like, as a writer, I've made someone laugh. Ooh, I've made someone yeah. cry. I've made, you know, people hopefully think a little bit. <laughs> but most importantly, I've made someone barf with so my words. Like, so once you get, like, the sin juice, what's, like, the eat? What's, the like, sin juice? <laughs> <laughs> once you make that happen from somebody, what's, the what's like, the ego? Oh, is that what? Oh, Jesus. What's the ego of bodily? cum is you? <laughs> sin juice? Oh. oh. What, okay. another wild intro from the boys. What's the, what's the EGOT of bodily fluids? That's what you're trying to get. <laughs> oh my god. The JTBL. The E is ejaculate. No. The G is gore. Time to start the podcast. So, to summarize what happened last episode. Yeah, baby. Daddy's got rich. Daddy's yes. fucking loaded <laughs> yeah. now, baby. Through a bizarre... A truly bizarre use We're of the deck of many daddies things. Now. <laughs> you fought the library. You managed to defeat him, but not before tricking him into pulling from the deck of many things. And the two cards that he pulled were the ones that gave him advantage on persuasion rolls and also a castle somewhere in the world. <laughs> and then the card uh, that gave him immediately 50,000 gold points worth of gems that fell at his feet. Anthony, how much money is that in like money money? In, like in uh, US we need to understand I just this. checked right now. Yeah, I can just you, checked. Can you tell me because I, I would have to look it up. It's $145 per coin times 50000 I want You can't take this back. This happened. We have $7.2 million. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> we have seven point seven million two hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> Oh, my God. We're rich, motherfucker. <laughs> Guys, holy shit. We could buy Payton a whole a whole school. He could we go to the best buy- school because we could buy him the school. We're new rich baby, says Glenn. I am going to suggest that we pull all this money together and invest it whatever this strange world's version is of a low-risk index fund. <laughs> we are so rich that we could buy... One television, a big screen, and then another television to put next to that television so that when there's commercials, we can watch the other television. <laughs> and then if there's commercials in that television, we can buy a subscription to channels that don't have any commercials. I've never seen anything like it, guys. I'm really excited about being so wealthy. Everyone slow down. It's been a crazy battle. We've had a lot of Wild shit happened. Aaron O'Neill just died and came back to life. How are you doing, Aaron? Are you okay? Not fucking great. 
Well, well, well and now you got five. You got five ways of this fortune, though. You got. You know, we're giving you a fifth of this fortune. No, I don't get a fifth. I get fucking half. Oh well. I mean, okay. okay <laughs> let's let's be clear. Let's be clear. Okay. Fucking Glenn could have healed me, didn't, and then without explaining what was going on, put the book on me, and then he killed me. We're a team here. We'll definitely figure out the best way to split this up. But just uh, like. What would you do with like 10,000 gold? With 10,000 gold, I would buy a bunch of land and set up a preserve for all of my kids so we wouldn't have to like fight somebody to have an entire land of our own. It would just be me and my trees and we'd hang out in peace. Aaron O'Neill, I walk up, I put my hand out. She puts her hand out. I shake it. You got yourself a deal. Look at that. Um, you got a whole preserve. You got a whole oh, forest now. Don't mind if I do. Thank you. I mean, she at least gets one fifth. We can all agree on that. Well, no, no. I mean, <laughs> you got out deal, motherfucker. You got out deal. Darren Wilson should be a car salesman, bitch. Darren Wilson just sold no, no, you no, no. a jalopy. The last deal on the table before we shook hands was I get half. Oh, I was talking to Henry. I'm just saying, like, of course, at the bare minimum, she can buy a forest preserve. I'm just, I got to admit, this is very exciting. I'm very, I did not. We got to find our kids and all this, but I did not expect that we'd come out of this wealthy. Rich, rich I, baby. It's just the idea that the thing that would eventually destroy the dads and tear them asunder would be just a ton of money is insane to me. Yeah, you thought this was about people rescuing their kids. It's actually like a simple plan or any Coen Brothers movie. It's just a bunch of fucking assholes getting rich. I've heard a good way to split this. I had to deal with this with the estate of one of my ancestors. I think the best thing that we do is that, first off, we should have a fund for like the doodlers. Like a, like a good 10, 15% that we we use as a group for you know travel expenses, all the stuff that we're going to need. Sponsorships, for, for our jerseys, a big yeah, screens. All those, yes, um, um, I like uh, the jersey mascots. idea. Jerseys that fit fit Not, us, not our kids' jerseys, but no, our jerseys. Uh, distributing deals with China. Um, and, um, well, that gets into then we and cheerleaders. All, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, pay them a fair wage. Remember for, when I said that the deck of many things could ruin this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what we could do is if we each get a fair share. There's two things, right? A fair share of the money, but also like, you know, these are nice pieces of jewelry. I could, you know, there's one or two in there I think uh, Carol would like quite a bit. I think we you know, get a piece of paper out and we each write in order of priority which of the jewels we would like. And then we compare those sheets. And <laughs> then the shit. first person who like, if I like that diamond okay, ring, right, can I right. get this diamond ring? That's all I'm getting at. Do you guys mind? Okay. This looks perfect. This looks everyone, like the first engagement put, ring. Well, real quick, I, I put my hand on Aaron's shoulder and I say, Listen, Aaron, there's a piece of wisdom from our world I want to impart to you now that you have become fabulously, <laughs> insanely wealthy like us. There's a difference between being poor and being broke. Broke is temporary. Poor is eternal. That's from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the greatest dad manual on financial planning Glenn, ever written. Please tell me you gave Nick Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, are you kidding? No, I guess he didn't read it, right? He didn't read it. Every, I know. The kids, right? Like, they don't read it. We give them Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Hey, Henry. You give your kids, both of them, rich dad, poor dad, right? My children learned all the financial lessons they needed to learn from a little book called The Giving Tree, my friend. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Just take it, oh. what? Just take and take and take until the thing that you're taking it's, from dies? It's about generosity and sharing and being kind. I've never read The Giving Tree. I'm kind <laughs> of shooting. I'm shooting big I game mean, here, that's, guys. That's certainly what it wants to be about, yeah. that book. It's about parasitic romantic relationships <laughs> it's about abuse well Henry does not know that because Henry skimmed the book not, what a nice title it's a tree Ooh, a tree, that, a tree that gives giving and trees what could go wrong everyone I'd like to remind us that this money is not worth anything if we can't get out of the forgotten realms agreed. with our sons agreed so first things first. Well, Aaron's like, it's worth stuff here. Oh, that's Just so you deposit. Okay, yeah. Aaron, what's the banking situation like in this world? Uh, well, it depends. I is mean, there central banking? Is there a gold standard? No, uh, no. Where's the biggest bank? The biggest bank is probably Neverwinter. 
Oh, wait, we can't go to Neverwinter. <laughs> Do they have other medium-sized branch? I mean, banks? they're they're there's there's Waterdeep. There's there are other big like cities in that my, have banks. By and the way, stuff. in my head, I'm just imagining there's just like a montage section where it's just like we go to Neverwinter. We talk to the mayor. We're like, whatever, we'll pay our way out of these debts. And we're just like, they give us the key to the city. We're like, yeah, this was easy. Okay. Money solves all problems. Can't we just buy our kids back? I th- that they might. Some one of us want to go sleep and see if they'll take money. Oh. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I could yeah. go to sleep and find out. First of all, I do want to settle one thing, uh-huh. which is as the dads mm-hmm. trying to get back to the other world, we should pool our resources for now. Yes. And if we manage to make it back to the other world, back to our homes, with some money left over, we split it five ways. I agree. Four th- ways, because there's four dads. Four ways, but we should give some to Aaron so, no, now. What I was going to say is yes. I think Aaron is right that this has more or less been a partnership between two parties. The Erin O'Neill and her tree party and the dad party. So I was just going to say um, dad huddle. By the way, this is a sort of dad private, closed private, door financial discussion. Final financial conversation. <laughs> private. All right. All right. Fine. I'm okay. Guys, this me- is just like Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm okay with giving Aaron half the money. That's all I'm going to say. I think half is, it's a lot of money. She does not need half of it. And she didn't and even invite this, us this, to the tree party. I will say this. We were the entrepreneurs. Ron, I know you know that word, that competed, risked our lives for this deck, which enabled us to get this money in the first place. So she the burned deck- our books. She almost, I'm not saying she didn't do a lot of work. I'm just saying I'm trying to figure out why she deserves half. I don't care. I think we need to renegotiate and start with 2080 and we'll settle on a 60-40. Well, now this that- doesn't work because Anthony can hear me. <laughs> do we all, how about 25%? Do you guys all think 25% is fair? Ron, you seem like you had something to say. Yeah, I have something to say. Is that now that we have money, we're not entrepreneurs anymore. I know a lot about <laughs> entrepreneurship. <laughs> and wait, it's, wait, what? Well, like when you're an entrepreneur, you don't have money. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, no, you're right. Yeah, like once you get a lot of money, you're now a business person. You know, the real way to do this, I've heard, is we could become VCs. Very cool. <laughs> Oh. Ron, you know and what? invest in other companies. Tell me more. Ron, you're a business. You're a businessman. I am a businessman. I think you know what would be great, and I, I don't know everything, but I've, you know I've watched quite a bit of Shark Tank. I think it'd be good <laughs> if let's give Aaron a good amount, but like maybe make some of it like a loan, like an investment that we're making in like you know her forest or whatever it is that she's doing. So why don't you maybe you should negotiate with Aaron and I say okay. you know I would prefer not to give her half. I think there's a lot of stuff we could do with it. We're still trying to find our kids, and frankly, you know I think at the end of the day I think it's just what's, what's fair is fair, and I don't think she did half As the work. Henry okay. thinks the other dads are being pretty greedy right now, so Henry's okay with. I, hey, I, I'm a short Sharp negotiator. I'm I ha- agree, Ron. I'm absolutely happy with Ron I'm negotiating a- the split. <laughs> I'm a big boy businessman. <laughs> you sure are. Okay, Aaron. Is this money really going to drive us apart? The other dads and I were just, dis- the sharks and I were discussing. <laughs> and we're we're not going to be easy negotiators. We're not going to just roll over. That's not smart business. And I'm all, the, the way that I became a businessman is by practicing smart business. Um... 50-50, and I'll tow your car back to uh, uh, Rook Porter. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ron turns back to the dads <laughs> and, is, and, like, does the hand swipe, swipe thing, like, and be like, that's how it's done. No easy passes. No free meals here. Well, I've never asked, what, 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 what is your business? Um... 
I lean over to Glenn. I'm like, I don't, I don't think Ron. You know, as, as Rich Dad Poor Dad says, love of money is the root of all evil. Eh? Lack of money is the root of all evil. I was just trying to be fair, but okay. No, it's it's a per- perfectly valid question, and I'm um I'm a businessman. <laughs> all right, Aaron. Well, you heard what our what you know. It's I up to you. If you really think it's fair that you got fifty percent, will as I, Ron said, I died. I, I do feel pretty good about that. Yeah, this is the second time I've died, by the way, and it gets harder for me to come back every time. Okay. The rolls get higher, as we say. <laughs> I, I don't know your truth. That's what, that's what you said. I just want everybody to be, you know, they say a good negotiation is nobody's happy, and, you know, Daryl's not very happy Darryl's right now, very, but that's, that's okay. not very happy either. How can you guys not be happy? Two minutes ago, yeah. we had no money. Now we have 25,000 gold. I'd say that's pretty darn great. Aaron goes, as far as I'm concerned, this is great. We've come to the best possible parting of the ways. I'm leaving rich. You're leaving rich. You know exactly where to go to get your kids back. And for the love of God, be careful. Please really do be careful, honestly. We've had some scrapes. Us. I've never quite been sure if I like you or not. I kind of feel like I mostly don't, but like, I respect you. I mean, you, we you. just gave you $3 million. So I think uh, you might I, like I us. Just, I just earned $3 million and you I mean, earned $3 I mean, it, this is a partnership. Yeah. Like, let's let's be fair. Like, now I we can't afford you. to be careful. We can buy <laughs> knee pads. You're right. We could buy a lot of stuff to help us. Like, we could get buff. I mean, I'm already... No, I mean, I mean like, like, like added, like Ron armor, flexes. like armor, like, you know, even when somebody's buff, they can get stronger with like, you know, like big mech armor. Oh my God. That's right. Like CERN. Okay. Let me ask you a question, Aaron. You know, yeah. maybe we can consider this, you know, like maybe you can give us a little bit of consul- financial advice, consulting on our, what we should do with our money. Sure. Um, no fee though. Out of character, Anthony, I'm very sorry for whatever he had planned this episode. <laughs> Honestly, I, my, I was so cynical about this. I was like, they're going to argue about the money for about 40 minutes. <laughs> I have very minimal notes. Touche. If you had our means and yeah. you wanted to go, so it's this Castle Ravenloft place, right? And right. these guys in Castle Ravenloft, how would you invest that money in a rescue our kids heavy portfolio? <laughs> uh, Henry, 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 as a businessman, <laughs> I, I can tell you that when you have money, it's not about spending money or even how you spend money or even how much money you have. It's just that you have money and then you don't need to worry about anything else. Because instead of a person who's like a stepdad or a regular dad or any, you're not any of those things now. You're just a person with money. And that means you've made it. Well, I I, I don't think I'm going to feel like I've made it until I've made it back home with my children. So here, here. I just don't want this money to change me because uh, <laughs> Ron, I feel like it, it, it kind of already is. Well, yeah. Didn't I, you just say you're not a stepdad anymore? You're yeah. a person. You literally just said that it changed. Ron, you. What's your kid's name? Terry Jr. OK. All right. That. How much money is Terry worth? Well, I don't think he's worth money at all. How much money would you give to get Terry Jr. back? I I wouldn't give any money because I've never spent money. <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know what things cost or whatever. I'd I'd give I'd give anything, but like. Uh, well, right now we have a lot of money, which could buy us a lot of things that could maybe help us get our kids back. How much could one kid possibly cost? Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron says, "All right, well, so if the wizards that took your kids, if there are wizards, if they're as powerful as I those think, those are the are, wizards from the coast, right? Yeah." If the coastal wizards who took your kids, I mean, you have a lot, that's a lot of money. You could hire a bunch of mercenaries. You could basically build a small army with that money. You could build <laughs> trebuchets. I'm, so I'm, saying, I'm at, realizing 
these things are true as a DM <laughs> as I'm saying them. You could build trebuchets. You could like if you because so, assuming would you say as, mercenaries would cost about ten gold pieces. Are you serious? Ten That's gold how pieces much they per cost? person or a crossbowman would be fifteen pieces. If you look at Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> or maybe even an elven longbowman would be twenty gold pieces. Guys, this is exhausting. It's almost <laughs> like money just complicates things. <laughs> there, there's a saying we haven't forgotten realms, which is more money, more problems. Yeah, but no money, most problems. So with 25,000 pieces, we could hire 250 mercenaries. Wait, what? We could hire 250 mercenaries. I think you just said it took cost 10 gold pieces. Yeah. So 25,000 oh gold. we could hire 2,500 2, mercenaries. mercenaries. Well, you to have, march on Castle Raven. <laughs> you have... You have 12.5,000. Okay, so sorry. Wait, we no, only... it was 50,000. No, 50, oh, yeah. oh, you're right, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. have 20. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking deck of many things. Fuck my ass. Oh no. my gosh. No. So we could have. The cost 30 gold pieces I per month. I wanted the podcast to go longer than this. <laughs> There's 30 pieces per month, according to this, for me Googling it. Tip, okay. We'll, we'll ignore for the second that this there's is out no of possible way Daryl would know the price. Aaron of, would know the price. Yeah, Aaron, so Aaron is telling price. you all these things that you're currently Googling, but it's very fun for you to know this and me not. So go ahead and keep saying things. We may be able to kill two birds with one. Hey, Henry, I don't. Is there like a less. Uh, you would say problematic version of kill two birds with one stone. I'm just trying to be more sensitive to you. I would say maybe, you know, uh, free two birds with one key. <laughs> okay. So assuming we kill- that they're not birds that have been raised as pets and that they're birds that were in the wild and were caught <laughs> recently enough to not become domesticated. I'm, okay. So we could so kill, we could the kill fra- two. <laughs> the phrase would be free two wild birds that have been recently caught, but are not domesticated that are in a cage with one key. And then you let them out and then you let them back into their natural habitat. Okay. So we could try to solve two things at once. (laughs) If, if maybe those cops are coming after us, you know, cops can be bribed. You ever gone down to Tijuana, you know, for some fun with your, with your buddies down to Tijuana. No, you probably have. I've heard about it. I just figure I've heard the stories that you bribe co- the cops, right? Glenn, you've, you've been there. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Can I call my wife? Uh, sure, of yeah. course. Yeah. I mean, we got nothing to do but look at all this money. So <laughs> While Ron calls his wife, we'll load up the money. Into yeah, the we're loading up the money. Nice. 18. So I dial up Samantha. All right. Hey, Ron. Hi, babe. What I mean, I, I know I don't really normally call you babe, but I am just uh, well, a lot I, of change. I, 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 I was like, ooh, I'm like a character from a movie. Uh, yeah, I just a lot of things have just changed in me recently. I'm gonna be straight with you. We, we we've had really bad luck here, sort oh, of no. finding the kids and and stuff like that. But we're still looking. We're looking really hard. And um, I actually we know where bonded. they are, Ron. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we we know where they oh, are. Them. We're going and to get them. We're, Don't we're, listen on the conversation. He's man. talking over there. <laughs> Samantha, we're going to get them. And you know what? I had a All nice right. bonding moment with uh, Ter- Terry before he vanished again. Oh, yeah? I mean, like, like I mean, I just have a I just have a question. Honey, could you check my email inbox? Um, it, the password for it is uh, um, Ron. That's it. <laughs> 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 she goes, okay, yeah, I've got it. Uh, I've got it up. Yep. Oh, wow, you have so many unread emails. I remember before I left, I got this email from this heiress, and she was asking for some money. And I was, I just wanted to let you know that I've actually come into quite a bit of cash, and I just, I, honey, I don't know what to do with it. Do you want me to respond to her? Well, I've just, I've never, like, actually. She sounds very, like, in a very bad situation. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Wait, being in Nigeria, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Let's just give her, like, you know what? Because like money wise, I just never really like. I mean, I've got my four hundred one k. I could do, like if this is something that really matters <laughs> okay, guys, to you. Guys, I, I've been. I, I, oh I, I, Samantha. I yelled at Glenn, but I've been listening to. I think we should say something. Yeah, I think we should say something. Hi, I, Samantha. Wait, what's a four hundred one k? I flagged what, down what's, Oh, sorry, sorry. What, what's up, Henry? Hey, uh, hi. Uh, um, I'm going to put Samantha on speaker. This is my wife, everybody. Oh, hi, oh, hi Samantha. Samantha. Hi, it's hi, nice hi, to meet you. It's me, Samantha. So there is a, this scam that's called the Nigerian prince or princess scam where someone emails you from Nigeria and they're like, hey, I need help with money. If you give me some money, I can give you a bunch of money. And it's like kind of like a well-known scam. So I just want you to be really careful about anything like that. Like it sounds really fishy, this email. So I would just, I know we're, we're focused on the kids 100%, but I, I wouldn't cash in your 401k and um, I, I would be really careful about that situation. Okay, actually, yes, yeah, Samantha, I know just who to call about this. And so I'll think about it and then I'll call you back later when I can because I you know where service isn't great here but yeah, okay, I, I'm just I want to bathe you in riches and we've Aww. got a lot of um, riches here but I no bathe you. I, <laughs> I, that's, you, you, you think I just like doing it no yeah hey, I, you can I, take I, that I, off speakerphone now Ron uh, <laughs> oh no oh no I'm so embarrassed don't be don't be embarrassed um because they all know that i love you and that they all know that you're very very hot um uh, and I so I, I, I like it when you call me hot <laughs> i'm more than that but i also am that yeah yeah you're so much more than that and anyway so i will call um i've got this actually this good friend named uh, mr likely and i'm going to call oh, him no, and see where God. to invest my money um <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to find our son soon. I love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. I would like to make another phone call. Oh <laughs> You're definitely going to need to put this one on speaker, Ron. <laughs> Roll above a four. Okay. 11. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how we have his number, though. <laughs> he called I, us. Yeah, so I guess yeah, could, yeah you have you have him in, in your contacts. I shared his contact on AirDrop with you. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Likely? Don't trust anything you hear calling scam likely uh, that's funny um <laughs> what is it ron um hey just so you know we're all on here just uh hi yeah Hello, you're on speaker you're on speaker yeah ron she just let people know when they're on speaker oh uh, yeah okay oh, um, daryl how much money do we have exactly <laughs> so we have Hi, Mr. Likely. We have about... Uh, guys, 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 guys. Oh, yeah, One maybe. moment, Mr. Scam Likely. Oh, of course. I, I come into the dad huddle with the phone. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Ron. Um, I reach over and I press mute on Ron's phone. Should we be telling Scam Likely, who's like a big scam guy, like that we have all oh, this money? I, yes, right? very smart, Henry. Maybe say like we have like 100 gold pieces, just to kind of see what he... Like a lot, that, that seems like a lot, without like letting him know that we are rich. Why are we on the phone with Scam Likely, you guys? You know, I'm thinking about my family here. I want to know like what the best scam to pool is good tell him that we have 100 gold yeah let's do it for sure uh mr likely mm, yes i take it off mute <laughs> um we have uh we have just 100 gold and we're wondering how to um just to mass thumb beth from across um, the room we're wondering um whether that's a good scam to <laughs> have um to um <laughs> Have a hundred gold. <laughs> well, it's because no, we really, actually no. That's not really a scam. Well, also, it's a roll scam deception. <laughs> okay, because you're lying about how much money you have. Okay, a thirteen. Okay, yeah, he believes you. Okay, you, you call me over a hundred gold. Okay, okay. 
for you, you could enlist in my Scammers Academy, where I teach you all the secrets of scamming. I take you from zero to hero. <laughs> that actually might be great because um, apparently my wife Samantha and I are getting scammed by somebody and we want to scam them back because we've got a lot of money Ooh, now. Ooh, the mushroomed counter scam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I mean, I figured if like I could make you believe that we only had 100 gold, like I, the sky's the limit. Oh, so how much did you actually have? Hang up, hang up, run. Hang up, hang up. <laughs> I hang up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's uh let's um I don't know what the next step is on this <laughs> journey. I mean, we, need to, but I need, we need to get this money into a bank. We can't just have loose money in these. Yeah, we put the gems just to clarify. I think we put all the jewels like in the spare tire slot underneath the. Yeah, you we're know, hiding it from. Yes, yeah, hidden like underneath the floor of the back of the minivan, so it ain't just laying around. Okay. So okay, dads. Sometimes my life gets a little overwhelming, and it seems like there's a zillion different things to do, and I get stressed out trying to make decisions. So what I'm going to suggest is that we come up with a to-do list to figure out what our number one priority is right now. Number one priority is get the kids back. Is oh, that, yeah. That's, yes, that's the, the number thing. one yeah. priority. We all agree. I agree. And then we can have a conversation about how to do that, right? Number two seems like figure out how to get back what, home. How yeah. to big, how to get back home. Right. Thanks, got, Glenn. I got it right. Thanks, Glenn. Hey, <laughs> way to go, buddy. How to get back home. Big day for you. I know. It's pretty pretty cool, man. Number three, we can say, like, we have some, you know, I play some of these, you know, like, I see the boys play these video games where they go all over the place in the different worlds, and they have these things called side quests. So I feel like I'm going to put number three, miscellaneous side quests. You know, you're, <laughs> you're setting up orphanages, giving money to paid in, et cetera, et cetera, right? Well, in video games, though, you do the side quest before you beat the game. Okay, but- I don't know if you heard about this part. I can't remember if I actually told you about this before, but that pyramid that dropped there's like a mean bad thing in it and people keep trying to go in to kill it and nobody can and apparently there's a bunch of treasure in there so that's a thing well that know. sounds interesting okay that can be one of the side that's quests. maybe one of them but if there's more treasure that just seems exhausting yeah we have you a know, lot of treasure already, already. Have, <laughs> yep. like, seems like almost anything you could do in this game <laughs> is now obviated by your incredible riches it just seems weird that we're having this discussion sitting in this field with a dead body as in, like we could just go oh, not I very loot, far i want to loot the library Ooh. Okay, so the library um, just disappeared while we were talking. Yeah, oh, basically fuck, slowly dissolved. Yeah, yeah, I slowly despawned it to save memory in the level. Um, <laughs> as you touch its body, it bursts into flames. It and the backpack full of books that were sort of like he'd receded into his body so that he'd wear the Odyssey like a hermit crab shell. So you basically get the next 15 seconds after I finish this sentence to tell me the name of, a bo- of one book that you can save from the fire that is consuming the library's backpack. The full Wizards of, of Rogueport. Okay. The, the Wizards of uh, Ravenloft. I like that. Or something about inter, like different dimensions, <laughs> different worlds. Here we go. St- countdown starts now. How to jump through between interdimensions? The, uh, the book by and an autobiography of the Wizards of Ravenloft. Nice. Nice. Okay. I bet you guys thought I was going to say Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> Ron okay. hasn't read it. So you reach into the fire and you grab that book, that extremely specific book, and now you have that. How long is that book? It's not very long. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's like pamphlet sized. Okay. I hop in the front of the car and I say, hey guys, why don't we go ahead and go hang out and talk about all this over where Peyton is and then we can figure out what our next our, steps are. Uh, okay. You don't want to... All right, let's just go. Let's go. Henry's tired of talking. Aaron goes like, cool. So I guess this is probably where I leave you. For now, Aaron. This is where you leave us. (laughs) 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 She goes, you know what? I liked that. That was good. That was fun. 
It's Thanks, fun. Aaron. I feel like the number of times we've forgotten Aaron, maybe she did deserve 50%. <laughs> I'm beginning to, I'm beginning to hey, see I was, her I way. was there when it mattered, you know? Uh, but yeah, I, I guess I'll see you around. If you need to, if you need to, ever need to get in contact, maybe just like whisper to a tree and it'll get back to me. Maybe, oh. or does that work? No, it works. Okay, well, oh, thanks. Cool. Yeah, trees are chatty bitches. <laughs> they, <laughs> they gossip a lot, so it'll get back to me if you need it. But yeah, I mean, I guess good luck finding your kids, and really do honestly be careful with whoever has them because they, if if they have the kind of magic I think they do, it could get really bad really quickly. That's the problem with trees: all bark, no bite. I oh, like that. Jeez. Oh God. Oh God. That's the note I'm leaving on, huh? Bye. And with that, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron O'Neill whisk vanishes into the wind. Yeah. Guys, I don't much. think Aaron likes me. <laughs> no, she definitely doesn't, Glenn. Mm, that's all right. Aaron calls some trees over. They lift up the broken Odyssey, which remember the rear axle snapped, and they basically just carry you to Rokaporta. It's essentially no. Well, I'll, I'll roll on the fucking encounter table. Okay. Yeah. No bandits attack trying to get your ill-gotten hey, gains. Hey, Henry. Yes. This is like a really green way of traveling, right? It is. Like, I'm actually really liking it. It's you know low it's like footprint, burn. other yeah. than the huge footprints in the ground that all the trees are making. You know what's the best part about somebody else driving is you can you can check your phone while you're driving, and I go ahead and I finally look at what that text was from. <gasps> oh, wow. Okay, so the text that you received after you had gotten the butt dial from Carol, where you heard that she was considering divorcing you, and then it realized that, oh, shit, her phone was on and that you heard all of that. Mm-hmm. So you hadn't checked it all this time. You check it now, and it says... I'm so sorry. That was an accident. I didn't mean for you to hear those things. I'm sorry I've been the way that I've been. I've A lot of stuff has been going on. I've been trying to think about things. We should talk when you get back. I love you. Uh, Were there any emojis? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, there's eggplant, a plant winky face. <laughs> there's an eggplant and then there's an, there's an X over the egg. Daryl responds with the eggplant winky face. <laughs> <laughs> no, Daryl responds with, um, hmm. Daryl was sorry. I just got this. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl responds with a lot's going on here too. And I know a lot's been going on between us. Uh, we will talk when I get back and I'll let you know what's going on with Grant. Love you very much. We all get a long rest. Do we get a long rest? Oh, let's just say that you show up in Rokaplurte, uh when it's about midnight and you just sleep the rest of the night off. Wait, is Payton asleep then? Yeah. I go running in. I go running oh, in. I go, Payton! Payton! <laughs> so Wake you, up, little buddy! So you run into Walter the Immoral's house. Uh, do we just beat down the door? <laughs> well, yeah, he has just, a door. Wait, 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 Anthony ellipsed us into we were sleeping in the house. So I figured that no, you were in the car, yeah. in the van, I assumed. Oh, yeah, sure. I knock on the door. Okay. So, so you, guys, so, I'm really excited to see Peyton. So you hear the plap, plap, plap of uh, Bullywog's webbed feet coming to the door. And then Walter the Immoral opens up and goes, what, What's going on? Oh, hey, man. Hey, we, we just need a place to sleep, and we're gonna we're gonna do some work here before we go out and do some stuff. Hey, where's uh, where's where's the little guy? He's he's in his room. He's sleeping like I was. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for waking you up. Oh, it's okay, I guess. I, I mean, guess I don't, we should I'm let him sleep. We can see him in the morning. I don't we'll have a bed. We'll pay you for your difficulties. I mean, I don't. I don't have any other beds. It's just this one and the one. That we'll paid. pay you for your troubles, sir. If you want to sleep on the floor, I could get some some sheets or a little comfortable or something. <laughs> I love this voice. This so voice much. is so good. I could I could listen to this voice for hours. You guys all want to just get I mean, a good... You come in. Everybody come in. Yeah, we'll come in. Let's just take a sleep and then we'll wake up and uh, see what's up. Glenn's already asleep in the van. Mm-hmm. Okay. I sleep on the floor outside his room. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Somewhere Grant is like, Jesus Christ. I don't know why, but I feel real weird right now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Hymns. 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 It's boner pills, y'all. That's special somebody. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you in a discreet package this week. Oh, wow. (laughs) Delivered to your doorstep by Hymns. Uh, sick of the one-size-fits-all method, especially when it comes to your erectile dysfunction treatment? Yes. Good news. You got options now with Hims. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Mm. From the, they spelled comfort wrong. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so silly. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name treatments. Wait, like are they chewable or are they hard? They're chewable. So are I, wait, you. Can I get a hard yeah. mint that makes my penis chewable? <laughs> <laughs> Brand name treatments like Viagra or generic alternatives are up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple, 100% online. Answer a series of questions on their site and the medical provider will determine the right treatment option. And if prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance necessary. It's not free, though. The shipping is free. The shipping is free. The medication is, you're going to still you're, pay money, obviously. Pay for that, yeah. They're not just handing out boner pills That'd in Biden's America. pretty sick, yeah. They should do like the Red Bull. Ladies, do you know what I mean? Oh my god, I would love to be a Red Bull woman for boner pills. So ED is getting you down here. It's time for you to join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash daddies. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daddies for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash daddies. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by Chime. Ding dong, it's summertime. Oh, wow. It sh- summer should be about I'm chilling warm. with your bros and warmth. Not financial stress, but with a Chime Secure Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so too Will do your, your opportunity. Pee-pee? Well, maybe, actually. Okay. Will Chime get my bod ready for swimsuit season? It will get your... Uh, credit score ready for loan and car or home season. <laughs> so yes. Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Here's what it's got. No annual fees, interest, or credit check to apply. Use it everywhere Visa Credit Cards are accepted. Build credit using your own money. And there's like all sorts of extra features. So for example, fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. You can overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying That's direct a, deposit. Where's Waldo uses SpotMe? True. <laughs> After Waldo sets up a qualifying direct deposit and he signed up for SpotMe, Chime will spot Waldo up to your limit when Waldo makes a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that sees Waldo's bounce if they can find him. Oh, wow. How do you think Waldo affords going to all those places? He's traveling all the time. It must cost a fortune. He's probably using Chime to build up credit to hey, take out, I out. guess, and, loans and, to take trips places. And here's yeah. the thing. When, when Waldo goes around, there's like 60,000 plus free-free ATMs. Waldo can go to any ATM. He could be anywhere. That's but more they than the can't top find three. him on the security. They can't find him on the security camera. Cameras. That's more than the top three national banks combined. So you can easily find an ATM near you with the Chime app. 
Send and receive money to Chime to pay anyone, including Waldo. Chime members are not in cash out your money fee free. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can improve your credit scores all summer long. Get started today at Chime.com slash daddies. That's Chime.com slash daddies. Chime. Bro, you know that Waldo is married because he's always hiding from the wife. <laughs> Chime feels That's like who progress. you play. Yep. That's who you play. And where's Waldo? You play his wife. Yeah, looking for him. And I'm just nagging him all the time. Poor guy's just hiding out. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Spot me eligible requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network ATM withdrawal no TC advanced fees may apply terms and conditions apply go chime.com slash disclosures for details morning comes dawn breaks and you feel a door hit you in the back is Peyton and he goes oh oh geez what's in the what's in the way of the oh hey oh. man hey what's up champ I, I'm punching the shoulder like a little soft punch how's it going ow <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. That was fine. What all are you, right. What, what are you doing? Well, we're all, we came and we fought a bunch of guys and. Did you find your kid? I did. I mean, we you kind of expected. Yeah, like uh, everybody else. Shit. So we're, we're, we're kind of laying down here to figure out. We came into a lot of money. Buddy, what'd you do? We, uh, we killed the library. Oh. Yeah, we came into a lot of money because, uh, uh, Henry here pulled. Henry, wake up, man. Huh? Uh, uh, are we, what, what are we doing I'm again? Telling, I'm telling you. Where, where was Henry? <laughs> I just. Henry. What? <laughs> Matt, do you just want to do the podcast by yourself? Wait, no, no, no. What is going on? Did you all fall? Okay, so I guess say- we all came in and <laughs> fell asleep next to the door with Matt, I guess. No, no, I want to be clear. Matt's the only one yeah, in this Yeah, I'm not place. here. Oh, Wait, no, where I, are you? No, I think that Ron went in and like slept like kind of next to yeah, Walter. Yeah, basically, yes, and. It's, okay. it's, a, it's a big room. I figure the... So the, you slept the, on the bed next to Walter? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. He, so he set up like a bunch of comforters on the ground, and then after he fell asleep, you <laughs> crawled into bed with him? Ron, Ron, then, Ron, stealth think, roll, stealth roll. I got a 13 plus 8, yeah. So um, as, as Daryl and Pan are talking, Walter wakes up with, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I what I think was like I tried to wake him up in the night like... Walter, what do you think happens after we die? <laughs> Without thinking about it, because he was married, but like his muscle memory takes over. He's like, honey, we'll talk about your divorcing. And then he wakes up and he sees you. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Walter, what do you think happens? <laughs> Oh, well, that was it, I was just going to tell you about Henry's cool move, but I guess he's not here, so he can tell you when he can tell you when he comes in. And we were just going to plan our next steps, and I figured it'd be nice to do it here rather than just like in a big old empty oh. field. Well, I'm glad you came back. I made some stuff for you. you, you hey, let's check. Let me show you. Because you're a show. blacksmith, so I figured it might be useful. Well, I mean, I'm a blacksmith's apprentice, not full fledged blacksmith yet, but I'm trying. I'm trying. I, f- I feel like I'm making pretty good progress. And a then if you look over Walter, he's like shaking his head. He's like, oh, no, no, he's not. Peyton makes you guys porridge with Walter. And they bring it out to the van, and they knock on the window, and Henry they like, wakes up after an unsuccessful night of trying to pass the retainer in bear form. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Um, Walter's like, "Hey, we made you some some breakfast if you want to eat. Will you come inside?" Oh, all right, all sure, right. that sounds great. I I could eat. <laughs> <laughs> While Walter is passing you porridge and spoons and stuff like that, Peyton leads you to the little forge, little uh, uh, blacksmithery that's connected to Walter's house, and he goes, "Okay, so." What I did was I Payton? made this is Peyton. This is, oh, sorry, shit. <laughs> okay, so what I did was Payton, you're picking up some of Walter's speech patterns. <laughs> so Peyton's like, what I did was I made versions of like the weapons that you guys used, but I made them better. Oh, wow. I made them rowdier. I made them crazier. So <laughs> if you want to, Peyton offers you weapons that are identical to the ones that you're currently using, except instead of plus whatever for their attack, they're minus one. But if they hit, they already do double damage. And if you crit with them, they do quadruple damage. Hey, will these spiked nunchucks do double damage to my nuts? Oh, <laughs> you bet they will. <laughs> <laughs> 
I nod solemnly and grab them. So they're basically, they look a lot like your weapons, but they're more like metal. Like they've got spiky shit all over them and stuff. And they look very amateur. Payne, so how like did you child. get all this broken glass on the end of these nunchucks? <laughs> I've been practice, man. It, it took a while. Walter, is this a skill? Like a blacksmith skill? Absolutely. Just yeah, I, I, I was several <laughs> times told him, do not do that. And he still managed to do it. So I don't know. I, he, they, they make him happy. So I'm calling these Payton Chucks in my, uh, in my thing here. I grab the axe. I go, hey, did you name these weapons? What is this bad boy named? Well, I figured, I figured you could name them. Cause is this Payton or I, I was asking Payton? Oh, I keep forgetting the voice. They're so close. Okay. So Bane goes, I, I didn't name him, but I figured you could because like the person who like wields the sword gets to name it, I, I always feel like. But it's, I mean. You know what, Payton? This multi-tool that's really rusty and has a couple nails sticking out of it is super pretty. And I'm going to name it the Thanks, Payton. I like this gift. Great. Yeah. That, I mean, that's. How much? How much what? How much did I make? I made four of them, and I gave them to you. How, how much you're asking for? Oh, um, I could, no, this is a gift. This is a gift. You got me out of bullywogs, and now into the hand of a bullywog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand. We are very wealthy now. I'm cool. Great. Very wealthy. I mean, it's not all about money, baby. I lived that what? blood money life. I fought in the unfortunate foster children tournaments, and the people who fought for money, they were the ones who went down the quickest. People what do you fought mean for the thrill of the fight. Money. Those are the ones that stayed in the longest. Huh. Listen, everything I've ever learned in my life is that it's about money. I mean, okay. Whatever. It's, it's your truth, man. Whatever gets you there. I want to ask if Peyton has any business card weapons. Like Peyton says, oh yeah, absolutely. That's your signature weapon. So I just, I made these babies. And he gives you a couple of uh, metal business cards that have sharpened edges. They have like Ron Stampler chiseled into them by hand. Well, could you put Payton on them? Because, like, you know, they're your business cards. I'm just wielding them. Uh, okay. You sure? It's it's not going to help your brand. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I'll help your brand. I just want your name on the cards, kiddo. Cool, awesome. And so he takes a chisel and he chisels his name into all of them. Uh, That's and- right. My name is Ron F. Stampler Payton. <laughs> the fourth. Esquire. I take a Sharpie and I write my name on the blade. I say, hey, Payton, this is why I named it. And I turn around and it's Payton, but spelled pain Then And oh. it's like big lightning bolts coming out. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Shit yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Thank you, Payton. And Walter's like, again with the language, please. <laughs> I've tried so hard to make him stop cursing and he loves the curse. Hey, Walter. Yeah, we'll tell him. You deal with weapons, so certainly you know where the best sell swords are in this realm, yeah? Where would we go if we wanted to hire an army of mercenaries? Well, the cheapest ones are in Meadowshade. We don't need the cheapest ones. <laughs> the most loyal ones are in Neverwinter. Oh, is loyalty a problem with mercenaries here? Uh, it can be after a period of time. Basically, they could just decide if you pay them well enough, they'll just fuck off before. Oh, now I'm doing it. I'm going, oh, it. Ah. We look to the side and there's a swear jar and it's overflowing. <laughs> okay, so there was a place called uh, Dire Frats. Dire Frats. Yeah, that was an in by uh, Eileen Klaus. Thank you for that name. You wanted to be a character, but sorry, it's a good name for Dire a Dire Frats place. is a really good like name that. for a place. Yep. It's like the college town. It's a bunch of fucking... A bunch of chads. It's, oh, it's probably where fucking Yeet Bigley was born. Uh, <laughs> Dire Frats. Dire Frats. There's another one. Paul Cavassier submitted this. There's a small village called Don Cheadle. That has... <laughs> <laughs> 
that has a lot of really good soldiers for it. Named That's after it. the Don who owned the place. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Cheadle founded that town. I and see, uh, he was put it belonged to a crime family, hence the Don. And so he has some of the most brutal mercenaries that you can hire. Do you think any of them, you, you've all seen Indiana Jones, right? Mm-hmm. The last thing I want is like, because we're let's, like the four of us are pretty. We're all for Indiana Jones at this point. We're we're doing pretty good dads. So I feel like what I don't want is for us to be right there and then they turn around because they're scared. So like we're going to where where are we going again, Henry? We're going to Castle Ravenloft to save our children. Yes. So again, I'm very excited. Yeah. Well, yeah, to Henry, I'm very excited about saving. So I want to make sure that the mercenaries. So are there? Do you think there are mercenaries that would? Turn away from going to Ravenloft. Oh man, yeah. Unless you went for the pretty See, expensive ones, there's a lot of. No, that's good. Yeah, there would be. Don't go you, cheap. If you, you don't get, yeah, you want to go pay cheap for. on Ravenloft. You're going to Ravenloft? Oh man, yeah, that's in got, Barovia. That's Barovia sucks. Oh, that sucks. Why I'm does so Barovia sorry. suck? Well, Barovia sucks because there was this guy Strahd, this vampire, and he sort of took it over, and a lot of bad stuff happened. And then somebody killed Strahd. I assume whoever the heck mm-hmm. has your kids. So that entire place is still kind of cloaked in like permanent darkness and cold yeah, and shadow and stuff. Oh. It's bad. And Peyton's saying, "Oh, right, right, right." So yeah, there was something I wanted to give you, Daryl. Something that was going to help with that. Ah, oh, crap! I can't fight it. Shit. You know, it's Maybe- always the last place you look for it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll find it later. I'll find it later. Sorry. Do you remember what it was? Uh, no, it's a surprise. I don't want to ruin it. A surprise? Uh, yeah. Don't, yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Well, now, now I'll be surprised. You'll still be surprised when you give it to me. Yeah, I hope so. Let's find out. We still have that charm that we won, right? That like yes, disguises things. Yes, it, it, it keeps you basically invisible from like divination magic that's trying to find where you are. Okay, so we definitely have hung that as like fuzzy dice on the minivan. Yeah, the right. amulet or whatever. Right. I will throw one thing out just as a cautionary mm-hmm. note, my fellow dads, which is, you know, I remember this one time I wanted to get a really fancy gift for Mercedes O. Garcia. Like I wanted to get her a fancy new watch and I went to what I thought was a reputable watch dealer for flashing my cash around. Next thing I know, I got sold a bootleg watch and I got ripped off and I was out all my money. As they say, a fool and his money often soon separated. I can't remember exactly how that phrase goes. So I just, I do worry a little bit about the four of us with a big bundle of cash marching up to like a group of heavily armed people that are professional warriors and like, you know, getting robbed or something like that. Do they have bonded mercenaries in this world? Is there like a Craigslist sort of yeah, not so, a Craigslist. That would be the exact opposite of what I want. <laughs> yeah, we don't want the Craigslist situation, you know. Uh, that's if you want to get come. We on. want to hire um, Craigslist wh- roommates. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, when you buy something, you wait. What? What's happened to you when you bought something? <laughs> I mean, that's just what Craigslist is good for. It's just getting nutted on. Yeah, like, Craigslist, has, Craigslist has. Uh, oh, I don't know, you guys, when's the last time you used Craigslist? I mean, that's if I want to get come on. <laughs> <laughs> This, I'm so sorry, everyone listening to this show. So Walter the Immortal says, the higher up in cost you get for the mercenaries, the more their reputation matters to them. So the less likely it is that they'll turn on you. I mean, Henry, I think the move here is going to be like deposit in a bank and any reputable institution will have some sort of, you know, escrow service or something. And we just work it that way. We should use the financial institutions that they have in place here. Listen, I don't think that we need an escort service if we're if we're as good as scamming as the people who might scam us where's in your city with a reputable bank and i feel like guys we need to deposit this and so that we have it in so you have like a check to give mercenaries well you're not gonna like this because Peyton told me the story of what happened when you left there but the most reputable bank in the realms is definitely endeavor winter Mm. question about neverwinter how bribable are they? <laughs> Pig told me that you told him that there was a cult there, and cult people are generally not that bribable. Here's my thought. The most reputable mercenaries are in Neverwinter. The most reputable bank is in Neverwinter. To mm. your point, 
the last thing I want to do is march up to Ravenloft with an army that's going to turn tail and run or stab us in the back. That seems like an undue risk. Yes. Now, I know we we upset some people in Neverwinter vis-a-vis the pyramid, which, again, was not really our fault. We kind of bit off more than we could chew. But here's my thought. Why don't we go to Neverwinter? We'll deposit our money. We'll hire an army of mercenaries. We'll test their metal against the pyramid. And if they're good enough <laughs> to roll through the pyramid, we know they're good enough to fight whatever's coming at them at Ravenloft. That's good. And we get the treasure in the pyramid for some extra money and to pay them more. Yeah, and we can re-up on the treasure. It's an investment that pays off over the long run like an index fund. Now, here's the qu- <laughs> Now here's the question, though, Henry, because there are some states where the moment you cross state lines, they pick you up. And throw us in jail, and we have to forfeit all of our riches, man. Look, I, you know, I try to stay out of politics, but, you know, I don't feel like I'm saying anything too controversial when I say that wealthy people have an easier time with law enforcement <laughs> than non-wealthy people. <laughs> so I understand your point, Glenn, but I think if we come into this town as men of means, I think we'll be able to make it work. And plus, just on a karmic level, I do feel like we need to balance out some of the sins that, you know, were committed either actively or passively by us. And we should, again, if you want to talk about like, you know, if we want to leave like a blind trust for P-A-E-D-E-N, you know, I think that's great. I also think we should maybe see if there's something we can do to help the people of Neverwinter. Peyton, who's talking about us giving you some money and I flip him that diamond I took. Ah. <laughs> he grabs the diamond out of the air and goes, whoa! Did you just propose is- to? <laughs> yeah, on a ring, it's just a diamond. Uh, it's just a diamond. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> well, this is look, a lot. Don't spend that all at once. And you're you got twelve, it. so and you got it. You got it. You're gonna Walter's let, like you will yeah. give that to me. That's, that's yeah, Walter. You're gonna take care of it, right? Yeah, I feel like I should probably have give some of it to the town. Make sure Payton, you know, has taken care of. And it's you like know, two thousand gold. Yeah, I know. This okay. it should work for everything and All for right. everybody. No, no, no. Just, Look, that could be taken out my share if that's what happens. Great, just tell me back on his feet. No time. Yeah, for sure. I think. I think we got to go the Neverwinter. Oh, I didn't want to say, Walter. Do you think you could whip up a new rear axle for the Honda Odyssey? Oh, whoa, whoa! What is this thing? Oh, have we not shown you the Odessi of Honda? Wait, he he saw this early on. Yeah. (laughs) That's stupid. No, 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 no. We pop open the hood and he sees for the first time in the Forgotten Realms a functioning internal combustion engine what and the all hell the requisite that? parts. Hey, Walter. What the you're fuck at the, is that? You're looking oh, at the gun oh, no. the beast. That's what you're looking at. Oh, my God. It's Walter, you're, you're a man who works with metal. Uh, I would say take some sketches here. I think there's something in here that you might uh, eventually make a lot of dough from. Oh, man. This is, everything's coming up, Walter. <laughs> so he takes some sketches and he looks at the cracked rear axle and goes, I think I can work at this. I think, I think I know what to do here. And he just sort of fixes it like over the course of, you know, 12 hours. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a bar. It's a weld. I think we should probably head to Neverwinter because let's be honest, if somebody's going to try to take our money based off of what we've done, I think we'll be okay. We'll be able to handle it. So, okay. well, Walter the Immoral, Payton, we must leave you once again and uh, go find our sons. Uh, and, you know, hopefully everything works out okay. Payton isn't around. Walter's just like, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll let him know. You. Oh, geez, where'd Payton run off to? Yeah, I was Payton really go? hoping we get to say goodbye to him. He said it would be like really hard to say goodbye to you a second time. So I think he might be just being his. The door to his womb is kind of locked. So I well, think he's just in there. If I were him and I came across people as endowed with riches, I would sneak into their car. And just try to follow them and just be as rich as they are. Not saying that he did that. I'm just saying I would want to be rich. But I am rich. (laughs) 
Well, just let them know we said bye. I understand. The boy needs a space. I'll just let them know that we said bye. Oh, there you go. But yeah, I'll see you guys back around, I guess. Okay, well, goodbye, and Payton. That's for the park that you're going to build, it's I, I assume you got a plot or something already picked out for when you get in the town back on his feet. It's um, Glen with two ends. The Glen Close Park for, right? Do you, two ends. I, I, yeah, I'll definitely do, I'll great, do that great, for sure. Great, perfect. Okay, perfect. cool. Yeah. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> and he puts another dollar and he puts the diamond in the swear jar. <laughs> you drive past beautiful groves of trees that are colors that you can't even describe with your words. And fucking, I hate doing imagery. Anthony, that's what people who listen to D&D podcasts are so horny for. Yeah. Like they will. A s- Tolkien-esque. Vacation to another Come on, world. Fucking give it to me, man. All right, I so want you, it. I you, you drive. My you brain. drive past rivers that smell like chocolate. You drive past chocolate no- rivers. Hold yeah. on, we got to pull over, guys. <laughs> oh, now this is why you don't do imagery. This is why you don't get fucking sensory details. <laughs> we all pee in the river and then we jump back in the van. We keep going. Okay, so now the river smells like pee and chocolate. Congratulations. <laughs> As you pull up to the uh, the outskirts of Neverwinter, Ron, you hear a. Psst. Yeah. <laughs> psst. Over here. Oh, never mind. Wait, guys. what? What's, what's up, Ron? I, I said, yeah, and then I said, never mind. Okay. Oh, okay, Ron. Sounds good. Ron, right? <laughs> Ron. So in the trunk behind you, underneath <laughs> no. the pile of clothes, no. you see a little face poke out, <laughs> and it goes, it's exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing that you said, that's what I did. I, I pretend to be on my phone, but I haven't, like, rolled or anything. Yeah, that's, that's, uh. That's why I said because it was it's a smart it's a smart plan because I am super rich and you can be too <laughs> and this is a multi level market. To scam <laughs> I don't I don't care about money. I just like hanging out with you guys. Could you make sure they're not gonna like drive me back though? Oh, of course not. I I mean like Peyton, you're a rich boy now, and rich people can do anything. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> do we roll to see if we eventually hear this conversation? Yeah, why don't you roll perception? I rolled a 16. Woof. Uh, nine. I rolled a three. I mean, I'm in the, to be fair, I'm in the front window roll down. I'm here in the landscape. So only Henry, you hear something back. Hey, Ron, what's going on back there? Who are you talking to? Uh, I'm just practicing my rich voice. You're practicing? Oh, uh, okay. Peyton gives you a surreptitious <laughs> thumbs up like, nice. Fuck. <laughs> Ron's practicing his rich voice, guys. That checks I, out. I say... I'm rich in family and friends. And I give a Peyton a wink. Hey, Ron, this one's for you. And I put on money, money, money. Yes. <laughs> what that song's called. <laughs> so how do you, yeah. How are you handling the approach? Okay. To so what, what's the paint, the picture of when we approach Neverwinter? Cause I actually forget. Is there like a gated city? Yes. So there's a gate that used to have the sign of the doodler on it. You can see from a distance that they just ripped it up. They didn't even rip it down. Somebody just like fucking slashed at it with a sword or some shit. Uh, Neverwinter is the one with a pyramid. That's what happened. Yes. Correct. Yeah. It yes. feels like the right way to do this is to send an ambassador and then negotiate. Ooh. this out. Do you know what I mean? Like in the fifth element, yeah. Like in the fifth element. You guys saw the fifth element, right? Uh, are you talking? Are you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is Glenn kind of looking in the distance like, that was a good movie. So, okay. First of all, I have seen the fifth element and that movie's bullshit. There's way more elements than five elements and they're all <laughs> specific types of building blocks of the natural world. And so I just thought that- But what's the fifth you know, one? Because they don't say, it's not there's only five elements. It's just it's signaling out the fifth element. It's boron, you morons. That's a little geology humor. That's not really geology humor. It's just more like science humor, but that's okay. a classic joke. Wait, is that what the movie's about, boron? Uh, no, I think it's about like 
I, I just remember Chris Tucker's in it. Anyway, mm. so we so badly want Peyton to sit up and be like, it's love. The fifth element is love. <laughs> okay, so I do think we should approach with caution. Mm-hmm. It feels like maybe a disguise or two is in order. Point of order, how long has it been since we were in Neverwinter? It's been like a month, basically. It's been a month. There's no photos. There's no security cameras or anything like that, right? So on the road up to Neverwinter, you can see a bunch of wanted posters, you know, uh, uh, nailed into trees <laughs> that are sort of poor doodles of all of you. Ooh. The one that is weirdly the most, like, accurate is Ron, just because of his weird visage. It's just easier to sort of remember. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can definitely They're see that. They're fans. They, w- they have posters up. <laughs> it says, yeah. want, wanted dead or alive, 300 gold coin reward. I and mean, we can keep this beast <laughs> running and, you know, maybe scream out to them saying we want to talk to the authorities and kind of, you know, parlay a deal. Yeah, here. call in, like, the chief of police or something and try and make a deal. Here. Yeah, they don't have anything faster than a car. So like So we just kind of lay on the horn, that's what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, lay on the horn. Call out call the neighbors out. See what's up. I um, I just feel like maybe that'll result in like a big old army of people coming after us and attacking us. So. I'm rich now and can't afford fancy costumes. I am going to disguise myself as Payton. I'm just a little oh <laughs> as Payton? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna and, and then Ron turns to the backseat and then is like like trying to engage eye contact with Payton while yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pr- pretend to be to be Payton. I can actually do a really really good uh, Payton impression because I am an actor. If we could send in Ron as Payton and then have him find the chief of police and then do that, that would probably be a little more low key way of doing. Well, just you guys pretend to be dead and then they'll bring you in and then you'll be right at the center of the action. <laughs> I mean, look, if, 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 if we're a team here, so if you three want to do that, I just want to know, is deception the key? Like, I'm just a little worried about us being, like, in the middle and being seen, whereas, like, the goal that we want is very simple, which at some point, they're going to know that it's us, and we're going to have to deal with giving them some money and then hiring people here. It's a very simple question. Do we want to call them out here to talk to us, or do we want to risk going in there talking to them? And we're going to go in there talking to them. Do we want to disguise ourselves or send somebody? Glenn has a spell called Disguise Self. Oh! Or oh. I could disguise myself. And like, <gasps> stroll in and be a sort of third-party emissary. I think we should do what I believe the teens call a vibe check. And so oh, fuck off. <laughs> I would suggest that it sounds like Glenn has a way of disguising himself and could maybe do like a vibe check on the town and maybe contact the chief of police and be like, hey, I'm an emissary. I represent the dads. They have a bunch of money. And then once we get a little initial recon info from Glenn, we can figure out a next step in terms of how best to handle the Neverwinter situation. Okay, okay I'm, I, I'll admit I'm a little concerned that, you know, Glenn's going to get captured or something. And you Well, know, here's but, what I'll do. One of you guys you know, give me your phone, and if something goes bad, I'll send a text message saying, like, shit got rowdy. Where's I your love phone? that rowdy. Well, mine ran out of batteries. Oh, oh. You can have mine. Just uh, don't look at the text messages or the photos. <laughs> <laughs> Henry has a pair of those Apple AirPods. <laughs> so I give them to Glenn so that we can be on speakerphone with him and he can tell us what's going on. Perfect. Great. Preventing this from being a podcast where one guy <laughs> talks to one guy. Legends and dragons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. By the way, and just I rolled a 10 so the phone stays on. Okay, cool. All right. I, I'm down for it. Let's I think, you know, maybe give you one of our gems so you can show, you know, that we did indeed come into some wealth and um, do your best to kind of get safe passage to go talk to them. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Matt, Matt's worried. Matt's like, we could just talk and come out, but let's do it. All right. So what do you do? Talk, so just- I'm going to cast Disguise <laughs> Self. Disguise Self lets me make myself, including clothing, armor, et cetera, et cetera, look like someone else. I've gotten a lot of costumes. I can piece together bits and stuff of cloth and what have you. And I would like to look like a standard average traveler entering the town. 
Okay. Not now, a fancy now, quick question in terms of, uh, I mean, like uh, a man of means, right? Like a okay. guy with a little bit of wealth. What's the what's the foot traffic like going in the nav- Neverwinter? As you approach on foot, the drawbridge lowers, and you see a couple of small caravans of like some haggard-looking families leaving, seemingly having packed up all of their shit and trying to go somewhere else. Uh, you see like one or two mercenary-looking dudes walking into the town, kitted out in far more armor than a person should have on a normal day. Maybe given what you know, they're to try to try their luck against the thing inside the pyramid. Oh, it's like become like a depot for adventurers to try and hit the pyramid, huh? Yeah, it could be. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna go grab drinks for all of us so we can have some drinks and, and listen to Glenn so I go in the back and I open the trunk. So, so roll, roll perception with advantage. 15, oh, plus what, perception? Oh, shit. Okay, so you see, as you open the trunk of the Odyssey, you see a rustle of clothes and uh, something move beneath all of those clothes. Like, there's something in the trunk. Guys, there's something in this trunk. <gasps> a thief! An animal? It's pretty small. It could be oh. a small thief. Okay, well, maybe see what it is. All right. I lean, I, I go very slowly. Hey, whoever's in there, if, if something's in there, I, watch out. I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> Daryl blindly stabs the body. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's in there is just frozen completely. Oh, I guess there's nothing. I wink at Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Henry gives Daryl a thumbs up. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. What do you think I'm going to do? The same thing that happened last time you oh, thought no, somebody was hiding no, in with a car with a I thought that too, but I believe me, I want to do that, but he doesn't know his patent, so I'm not going to hotbox what could be an animal or a thief. <laughs> So I lift up the blanket. So you see Peyton like frozen there, like uh, uh, Peyton. Uh, Guys, it's Peyton. You can't see me. <gasps> Peyton, it's, what on earth no, no, are no, you doing no, here, young man? No, 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 no we no, see it's, you. It's an illusion. Or, it's an illusion. I pick him up. Everybody see him? God damn it. It's it's Ron. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, it's no, me. It's Ron. It's me. I'm, I'm Ron Stamp. I'm Ron Stamplord. I'm Peyton. The mostly detached stepdad. Wait, Ron, did you know he was in there? No. <laughs> I'm, I don't know anything. I'm wrong. I'm paving. I'm, I'm, I'm on my own all the time. Look, we'll talk about this later. I'm very disappointed in you. You're you so didn't, strong, I'm Darryl. disappointed in you too, Ron. You knew. You knew. I want to hear more Beth's Peyton impression. I'm going to go hide my pants. I'm wrong. I'm going to be a fortunate foster child. Glenn here I'm, is about to risk his life. I'm fortunate to have found you. Ron. I do, I do say that. <laughs> All right. Well, Peyton, come up here. Don't hide in the back. We'll talk about this later. Okay. But Glenn's about to. Ron, please stop being Peyton. <laughs> I think the jig's up, Rob. Uh, okay. We did give him a run for his money. I feel and like we you have were, a lot you of better money. me than I was you. <laughs> um. <laughs> Glenn, sorry. I know I, you must be very stressed out right now. You're about to go in the lion's den. I've, I can't hear because I'm playing the Lip Biscuit <laughs> remix of the Mission Impossible theme in my oh earphones. <laughs> and I'm like rocking out to it. I'm like, you know. Hey, I take off one ear. You know, Fred Durst gets a lot of shit, but this is a fucking great song. Now, oh, oh, we going? Are we good? Okay, all right. Go. I've disguised self. Okay, I'm gonna approach the gate. I'm gonna grab one of the posters of the of the dads on it just to have on me as I'm walking through the gate. So you walk through the gate, and one of the uh, blue coats at the entrance to the city holds out a hand to stop you and goes, "Uh, "What is your business here?" Oh, I'm inquiring about. uh, Oh, I got do. I can do a cool voice now too. I'm inquiring about the nature of this bounty. The weird dads? Yeah. You, Indubitably. I mean, they basically killed a bunch of people here. So if you want to like find them and bring them in, that'll, that'll, we'll give you. I'd like to have a word with your God inspector about the nature of this bounty. Boreanaz? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Boreanaz is up in the blue coat precinct. The ah, main blue coat precinct. Indeed. 
Indeed. He's, oh, he's that way. Oh, yeah, you can go talk to him. Oh, You're thank fine. you. You seem fine. Thank you. You seem cool enough. Hey, Glenn, this is Henry. You're doing great. Just keep it up. You're doing a really good job. So, guys, ro- you heard that, right? Roll deception. Just so you know what the mechanics sure. are for this. To discern that you are disguised, a creature can use its action to inspect your appearance and must succeed on an intelligence investigation. Okay, then never mind, because he had no reason to believe you were lying. Right, so right, he's right, not going right. to investigate you. I bet Boreanaz will. Boreanaz will find out. As you re-enter the town proper, you see most prominently by far the massive pyramid that you sort of spawned into existence by throwing the beans the last time you were here. You see a bunch of like construction scaffolding and stuff like they were trying to maybe destroy the pyramid, but it feels like it's not working because there's no cracks in the pyramid or anything like that. You see um, some people being carried out of the pyramid on stretchers. Mm. Um, I flagged down a nearby local looking person. Okay. You see an old woman. Madam, I have a question. What want ye, newcomer? This pyramid. I've heard tell of it in the tales across the land. Yes. To what degree is this a nuisance to this town? How do you feel about it? Like, I'm trying to get, like, what they call a vibe check, (laughs) if you will. My vibe is that it's a pain right in the taint. We had, oh my we, had we had a flourishing pain in the taint is a much better <laughs> turn of phrase. Pain in the taint has a little rhyme to it. A little there's quite Emily Dickinson in it. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> oh, what a coincidence. That's my name, um, <laughs> Emily. Yeah, no, it, it, we had this nice community going. We all believed in this one thing and bringing it back and changing the world and everything. Mm. Everything was great. And then this pyramid came out of nowhere, just randomly, just like a roll of destiny's dice. And it appeared on our doorstep and killed like, you know, a couple hundred people. And now we've got adventurers coming. A couple hundred people? Yeah. It's very large. Um, Daryl makes a sign of the cross. <laughs> he starts praying. Henry turns pale. He had not considered how many people were in the tower that got crushed. Some people tried to make lives for themselves, but with this big thing in the center of the town, it was this constant reminder of the people they lost. So we lost how a lot will, of our population. What, and what, people, has, what has the local government done about it? Local government's kind of been in a shambles, really. Like, Boreana's our, our sort of uh, sheriff slash... Ma- he was, you know, he was leading us in, in attempting to bring back the doodler. And... Uh, it kind of ruined him because for a while they thought that the thing inside might have been the doodler, but then it started killing a lot of people. And we thought, that's not what the doodler does. The doodler doesn't suck people's juices out through their noses. That's, that's odd. And so he's kind of just been planning some other way of maybe bringing him back. I don't know. It kind of just broke him. He's just a shattered remains of what used to be a man, if I can be so bold. Hmm. <laughs> Very well. Thank you, Emily. No, no problem at all. Oh. <sighs> This is weighing heavy on my conscious fellow dads. The chaos, the pyramid rot, you know, we kind of hightailed it out of there and I never really stopped her. And obviously, you know, we saw the effect it had on CERN, but I didn't really comprehend how it had devastated an entire town. You know, I know they were trying to summon a big bad monster, it sounds like. Some big bad voodoo daddy. A big bad voodoo daddy, (laughs) as it were. But (laughs) the, uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just flashback to middle school. <laughs> just awkward dances where it's like, this is the thing we're all dancing to? Okay. <laughs> I feel like since it was the forces of chaos unleashed by us that resulted in the devastation of this town, and it was us coming into this world that's caused all these problems, and then it was, again, the forces of randomness that brought this money to us, <sighs> I kind of feel like we should give the money to Neverwinter so they can rebuild. Daryl was like, ah... 
I understand where you're coming from, Henry, but I, one, I think that's about you trying to fix your own guilt. Let's not uh, forget that when we came here, they were literally having pits where they kill people. And two, it's like, look, I have no problem donating some money, but we got a lot of stuff going on, including going to another town that probably needs money because, you know, we've heard that Ravenloft's a terrible place. I don't think that we can just throw out our entire plan to save our kids plus take down an evil town called Ravenloft because we feel guilty about something that, yes, we were a cause of, but frankly was also pure chaos and fog of war and all that. It feels a little wild to get rid of all of our money. But, hey, you know, your split is your split. If you want to give it to them, you you can. <sighs> What guys, do you guys want to do? Hold on, I think I got, we got power. I'm heading back. You don't want to go Boreanaz? I don't think it's going to do us any good. If it sounds like the whole town is set up against us, I can't disguise all of us. It feels like I need to be able to negotiate. Could you just this. go? We could send in Peyton. <laughs> could you just go talk to the mercenaries? Why do we need to talk to Boreanaz? Actually, now that I think about, it. why don't you just go find the mercenaries and be like, hey, come meet us outside of town. Let's go hire the mercenaries. Oh, here's a plan, Henry. Wouldn't it make you feel better if we got rid of the big demon in the pyramid? That's true. That would and be one could, way to help. And there's them. a lot of treasure in there. Yeah, which they could use to rebuild their town. Yes, and we would still get the mercenaries to go destroy Ravenloft and do a lot of good there and find our kids. It feels like we could all win. Okay, I could get on board with that, I, I think, as long as I don't think about it too hard. All right, yeah, I would say then, yeah, we should maybe steer clear of Boreanaz and go contact the, whoever is the head of, the, you know, see if there's a mercenary guild we can hire, and maybe we can meet with them outside the town. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I'm going to go and look for the mercenary guild, like wherever the merc is there a mercenary part of town or something yeah, like that. So there's a mercenary company called bad dogs uh, <laughs> that are, that are uh, basically in the corner of town. They're one of the few places remaining in Neverwinter that feels as well put together as it was before. And everything else is in chaos. The bad dogs are a bastion of consistency amongst all this chaos. It's, it's a very clean building, brutalist architecture, two guards <laughs> standing outside looking very confident, great posture. The height of, of professionalism. <laughs> they have brutalism and they have they brutalism happen. <laughs> it's different though. There's a lot of dead bodies on walls. And <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm going to go in and, and talk to uh, whoever's manning the place. When you enter the Bad Dogs Mercenary Guild, there is a guy uh, <laughs> sitting at the front desk saying, uh, ah, hello, do you have an appointment or? Oh, yeah, I was looking to, um, <clears throat> I was looking to hire some man of mercenary. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Well, your entire operation, in fact, our entire, our entire operation. That's that I'd a like great to speak medicine. to your leader. Ask him how many mercenaries they have. How many mercenaries do you have here at this in this operation? At this particular branch, there are a hundred of us. But one of the great things about the bad dogs uh, mercenary companies that we have branches all over clandestinely. Like this is the one place you can come and hire us, but we can assemble ultimately Ooh. depending on when uh, when you I want us to show up. And, and this how is and like the flagship Whole Foods in Pasadena. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We don't like to say exactly how many of us there are, but I'm sure that whatever your needs are, we can meet those needs. I represent a significant source of wealth, and I'd like to hire many mercenaries. Oh, okay. Let me go get uh, my boss, Captain Cabbage Patch, and a, uh, a, a seven-foot-tall beanpole of a man comes out with a pencil-thin mustache, and he says, Benedict Cabbage Patch, nice to meet oh you. My God. Oh, no. That name uh, was from Anton Nguyen. Uh, thank you for that name. I hate that name, and I hate Antoine. <laughs> <laughs> well, his name's very, Anton. So. Oh, Anton. <sighs> okay, go, Anthony. Keep doing your Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> no, my name is Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Benedict. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> I'm now realizing I show sort of the same voice as We've you. We've added a fifth goofy <laughs> accent to the episode. <laughs> to my <laughs> repertoire. Uh, Benedict, Benedict, Benedict. Yes, um, I'd like to hire you for a significant amount of money. And you and your man. No, don't, don't say we're going to ask, say how many people we want. Don't we just, want a lot of people. Okay, there you go. Mention the money again. 
what kind of funds are, are we dealing with? Because we have a sliding scale depending on the severity of the need that you have for well, the mercenaries. Well, tell me what but- a lot of this buys. And I pull out the one piece of jewelry that you've given me to sort of show off. His mustache falls off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he says, holy mother of... Ju- oh, that, 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 is, uh, that is at least 2,000 gold coins worth of, uh, of jewelry. That's- Good eye, my man. That's quite a bit where this came from. That's, I mean, that, that on its own could be 20 men. We should get an estimate on how much it would cost to assault Castle Ravenloft. Also, clarify, he's doing a quick trick where he just said a lie, and then he's going to make that normal. He meant 200 men, if it's $10 per person. Oh, sorry, I did the math wrong. <laughs> 20 men. <laughs> Glenn, push back. <laughs> so you know how much they cost. I know how much these men cost. Ah, uh, 200. I, I just had to try to play hardball. <laughs> I would like to take two estimates from you. Yes? How many men do you think it would take to assault this pyramid in the town that's causing so much of a ruckus? Now, the pyramid, we have taken a very clear stance on we are not going to uh, invade the pyramid of our own volition. People have requested us. Nobody's been able to afford our rates. We feel that a good, clean 50 men could probably clear out the interior of that pyramid. I hold true to that. And and, and if I'm wrong, there is no money back guarantee, but I will be very embarrassed. That's the Cabbage Patch guarantee. Um, you can hire my army of Cabbage Patch kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, but one of the jewels I showed them So was, a quarter of a jewel. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then what about if we were to mount an assault on Castle Ravenloft? Castle Castle <laughs> he, he grows a new mustache and that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Castle Ravenloft. You wish to siege Castle Ravenloft in Barovia? Well, that would surely require at least... <sighs> <laughs> his mustache moves across his face like like migrates up his cheek around his forehead the mustache gets off and starts writing equations <laughs> yeah. on the wall that's a difficult thing to predict because when you get into Barovia that's a land of very dark magics the likes of which most people do not return from but as the leader of the bad dogs I I, I have said no job is too terrifying and, and no rate is too terrifying <laughs> but uh, if we're talking about Castle Ravenloft with the late Strahd von Zarovich that, that is a 30-story castle with parapets and a, and a bridge only. The thing about Castle Ravenloft, as a military <laughs> man myself, there is only one point of egress. It is an island amongst mountains with only a small land bridge connecting it to the surrounding environs. So that's a very difficult place to assault. It's very easy to defend. If I had my druthers, and oh, would I have my druthers. We would, <laughs> we would have people coming in from the sky. We would have people ascending from the back using picks to climb the mountain. We would have a main force along the thoroughfare trying to bash down the door. It would be, oh, it would be glorious. So how much, baby? And that requires around 500 people. How do we get this money into your hands, then? We operate essentially on a 75-25 policy where you pay 75 of the funds up front to an escrow, which mm-hmm. then releases to us. It's a literal crow. Yeah, it's a, it's a crow <laughs> named S. And it, <laughs> it's, it's, in, it's in the fucking window. You give it to that escrow and he takes it to a bank and they hold it. And then the remaining 25 you pay after the fact, win, lose, or draw. The escrow is to guarantee that if we bug out and don't do the job, which we would never do because we have a 100% completion rate, even if not a 100% success rate, that you could get your money back from the crow. Hmm. So uh, do we want to do we want to do a pyramid or do we want to just go straight for Ravenloft? I think we got to do both. I mean, we All have right. seven million dollars. Three point two. But yeah, okay. All right, I think we got a deal. I think, Ron. We should, Ron, Ron, are you signing off? Ron, yeah. you're the businessman. What do you think? Okay. All right. Look, you got three yeses over here, Glenn. I want to put the money down to assault the pyramid. Perfectly. First, I'm just going to need uh, your name. I need you to fill out this form. And so, yeah, he hands you the form. And uh, the first thing it says is name. <laughs> I'll, I'll put uh, I'll put Stevie Nicks. Okay, so he he looks at that and he looks at your face and he goes, mm, "You don't seem like much of a Stevie." Hmm. Stevie's a what? So, what do you mean? 
Stevie's a cool name. Stevie. Uh, I mean, Stevie's a cool name. Okay, there with that definitely. Okay, so he's gonna roll an. Uh, what does he have to do? An intelligence check. A creature can use action to inspect your appearance. An intelligence against my spell save DC. You should have said a fancier name, Glenn. So what's your spell save DC? That's uh, fourteen. So he goes like, ah, there's something. Wait a second. Wait a moment. Wait a moment. And then everybody back in the van, you hear static on the <laughs> comm, and then it suddenly. Like, Wait, it, what? Glenn! Cuts out. Glenn! Glenn! <laughs> <laughs> These stupid AirPods, they short out every time. They're so unreliable. Can I do like a slinky, like, get away type of roll or something? Like a. Walk into the other room with me. Okay, hold on. What is happening? Clearly, he's got caught, but we're not supposed to know what's happening because, yeah, we wouldn't know. So I can narrate for the audience. Anthony has literally snuck into Freddy's bedroom, and now they are talking about what happened between Glenn and the mercenaries. So. <laughs> come back and you're All right, like, they're back. Okay. You're okay. Like, so no. yes, Freddie will email me the results of his role. Okay. I'll, so okay. we'll keep that away from everybody else. Okay. So. All right. So wait, the, the static cut out in the van. So the static cut out. And after, you All know, right, what, what happened to Glenn? Glenn, are you there? Payton's like, I, I can go out and get him. Do you no, need no, to get him? No, 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 Stay where you are. Stay where you are. Everyone stay calm. Okay. So after what feels like way too long of like waiting and keeping you in suspense, you hear fists like beating on the door. Of the van? Yeah. Guys, Glenn. Glenn. What oh happened, dude? The AirPods cut out. Like, we lost contact. Oh, yeah, man. You got charged these. <laughs> <laughs> so, good news and bad news. Okay. They know who we are. <gasps> That's oh, the bad shit. news. Yeah, I expected that But would the happen. good news is since they're dirty mercenaries, all they care about is money. So, we just got to pay a little <laughs> bit extra and they'll keep their mouth shut. So hey, so Glenn, which we got plenty. So, what did I you... I rolled high. I rolled high. You rolled I mean, high. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Anyway, yeah, they just want that down payment. They got the escrow here to, like, take it and we're ready to assault. So, like, where are we keeping these things? Well, how, the much back, they, right? how much? How much are they going to take for it? Uh, they just want three jewels. Three jewels? For everything? Dang, Glenn, good job, man. Well, yeah, wow, like, Henry's genuinely impressed that this went well. <laughs> so I'm going to walk to the back and like knock on the back to like open the trunk. All right, <laughs> um, I guess open the trunk for him. Right, which you can yeah. do automatically. There's a button to your left if you're in the driver's seat. <laughs> I, know how the, I know how the Odyssey works. I roll down the side window by accident first, and I go, oh, shit. <laughs> And uh, I open no, up the back. No, you probably open the side door accidentally because those buttons are next to each other. Um, so do we all need to go or just what's the what's no, the deal? No, 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 guys, I got this. I'll be the sort of representative of the group. So I'm going to get the jewels and walk away. Okay, well, all right. Let, let us know how it goes, I guess. Do, do we wait here? What, what, do we, what do we do? And then moments wait, right. later. <laughs> guys, you guys, oh! you got ah! guys are after us. They figured it out. They figured it out. We got to go. No! Good. We just saw you. What happened? What do you mean you just saw me? We I, just I saw just, Glenn just knocked on the door. As you say that, I just saw you. Your phone rings. No! <laughs> <laughs> Is it my phone? Yeah, you're, Ron, your phone rings. Ron's phone. Ron speaking. Thanks for the Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong, as Glenn Close. Theme song and outro is All Right by Max and Waller. Thanks this week to Eileen Klaus, Paul Cravassier, and Anton Wynn for their contributions of names that we used in this episode. Special thanks also to our Patreon supporters, Maria Laredo, Fred Genier, if you're French. If you're not French, I'm definitely pronouncing that wrong. Matthew Nolan, Jeffrey Harris, and Murray M. Moss, just one of the many people 
people putting the team on their back and helping support this podcast through our Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash dungeons and dads. Now, our Patreon folks already know this, but as you heard at the top of the episode, our merch store is now finally open. Yay! We have a selection of five fine enamel pins for sale now at DungeonsAndDaddies.com or, if you prefer, Ron.Business. Uh, we got Rock's Rock pin, a hot dice flaming D20 pin, a uh, thing of Ron hiding in his pants. Why are you still listening to me? Describe things. They're pictures. It's, it's so much easier to just look at the pictures. You can see those pictures at DungeonsAndDaddies.com and click on the merch button at the top of the page. So if you want to support the podcast but aren't ready to commit to a monthly thing like the Patreon, have a look at our merch store and see if there's anything that that tickles your fancy we are at dungeons and dads on twitter bit.ly slash dungeon dads for that private facebook group r slash dungeons and daddies for that subreddit next episode is coming at you december 10th happy thanksgiving to all the americans listening and to all the americans listening if you have a frozen turkey it's like tuesday you need to be you need to be defrosted that like yesterday you gotta get on that come on man in any case thanks for listening we'll see you december 10th There was a time when you could read between the lines You know they never brought you down Never brought you down Maybe we should also kick some to start like an orphanage for all the yeah, you know, that, kids. Glenn! That could... Right here, man. I go for a big hug. Yeah, we could call it the Glenn Close Academy for needy children. You know, that's fine. It was your idea. And there could be a big statue out front of me, like, wailing on the guitar. And then kids will be like, oh, what's that instrument? And then all the kids, they have to sign right. a contract okay. which says that I get a portion <laughs> of any royalties they eventually <laughs> receive. So okay. Aaron and Anthony both say, so what do you want to do? <laughs> Dungeons Dads is brought to you this week by Greenlight. Go. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. Uh, for example, they talk. You they, can order them around. They do chores. They do chores. Oh, wow. However... Other things don't. They understand the implications of the capitalist uh, society that we mm. live in. So having those conversations can be tough and complicated. Fact Thank is, God for those picture books. <laughs> the fact is kids won't really know how to manage their money until they're actually managing their own money. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight's a debit card money. No, app. they're going to learn the way I learned by getting my ass beat in fucking Monopoly by my parents. Oh, that's true. You know I mean? like, that's good. true. You're like, I remember you get that little, little plastic, the other fucking little dollars. You're like, I got $7,000. And then you're, made, you're uh, ruined. I made Jimmy quit Monopoly once because... Because I kept hiding my hundreds under the board, and then I was like, "He was like, I got you your bankrupt." And I was like, "You mean these <laughs> thousands of dollars I had squirreled away?" Greenlight is a debit card money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely thanks to games. That teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. Greenlight app also includes a chores feature where you can set up one-time or recurring chores, customize your family's needs, and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Could you imagine setting it up and being like, to set your tip for your kid's lawn mowing, and then your kid has to be like, all right, I'll tip you another 15% like they're an Uber driver or something like that? I, you know what? Here's what I want is because like my kid's reward for their chores is going to be just some homespun wisdom from me. Oh, God. You wow. know, the chore is its oh, it own reward. Text, so like maybe message, like, can they get, message. can I send them through uh, green light, like one of those quotes, like you get when you die in Call of Duty, and it's like honor is the value of hard work or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It could, it could work. It could work. I'm gonna carry a tip screen around like for everything. I'm gonna be like, it's just gonna ask you a quick question. It's a quick question. Like, oh, sorry, Will Junior. I, I have a son. His name is not Will Junior. Um, it's like it's like you. I would have tipped you, but you didn't discreetly look away yeah. while you held up the tip yeah. screen to me. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families to navigate life 
life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash dungeons. That's greenlight.com slash dungeons to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash dungeons. Go. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by MeUndies. My Undies. No, the company MeUndies. Duh. Oh. It's summertime and your balls are sweaty. We all know it. Your knees your weak, gr- arms are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> There's sweat on his balls already. Ball spaghetti. Your crotch sucks right now. I'm going to tell you that right now. Unless you're in some MeUndies because they got that breathable, quick, dry, moisture wicking, anti odor properties. That you fabric, better you lose yourself in your undies the moment. Fabric is breathable and comfortable, especially the ball. Ball caddy, that's right. They've cut out some special space for the balls. Tell you what, we're on tour right now. That's why it sounds like we're recording from a hotel conference room because we are. And yeah, my sweaty balls do go in a ball caddy. Tell me something else they don't know about me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been packing a 100% me on these rig in my EDC. You carry your balls. Your balls are your everyday <laughs> that's right. carry. That's I right. guess that's true. I yeah, am carrying wow. them around every day. It's been great on the tour bus. I haven't had to change my underwear once. No, that's not true. I, you know, I tried to make a ball caddy for my non-MeUndies underwear, and now my nuts just hang out of my underwear. Oh, no. Oh. MeUndies has a cut for every guy's butt. Over 10 different styles range from boxer briefs to jock straps or a special pouch underwear called ball caddy that keeps <laughs> you a from- disgusting idea. Oh, no. You know how they have that little flap in the front no. for number one if you want to no. pull your wiener out? No. What if there was a little flap in the back for number like two? Like an old-timey And PJ? you can just wow. sort of goatsy man your undies and oh, just, just, just fire away without taking them off. Hear me out, me undies. These cuts, they don't have the special Will Campos goatsy uh, <laughs> cut. But the cuts they do have come in over 100 different colors. Release the cozy cut. And prints ranging from black <laughs> to dinosaurs. Truly the two ranges of underwear. All black or all dinosaurs. All- <laughs> oh, Matt's coming in, maybe. We'll let him in. Oh, Go we got to let Matt knock, let me, knock. I'm going to set the, um, the Noted underwear down. user Matt Arnold entering the ad. Hopefully not hotel staff trying to shut us down. Um, Matt. What kind of underwear are you wearing right now? I know we're maybe not that close, but just tell me. Me undies. And I just walked like two miles to a coffee shop. And I gotta say, every part of me is soaking wet except for me undies. Thank you so That's much. That's because me undies. of me undies. My balls signi- feel oh, so no. good right now. Okay, all right, Matt. Thank you. That's because. Okay, that's because me undies. Signature- I can't even breathe really well, but my balls are breathing great. Thank you, me undies. <laughs> me undies signature super soft fabric is breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. If you need something even more breathable and summerproof, they have a. New- oh, they got new shit. The Move Me line with Breathe Fabric, which is They're more dropping the go-to line? You've heard of Breathe Me by Sia, but Move Me? Whole new song. Let's sing it, Freddie. Moisture-wicking, anti-odor technology, perfect for working out or just keeping you extra cool on those sweltering days. You hear that, Matt? They use responsibly sourced materials and work with partners that care for the workers. If you're not happy with the first pair of MeUndies, it's on them. Send them back. Not literally. They're not wearing them. No, not wearing yeah. them. Summer is coming. Be prepared with MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash dungeons. That's MeUndies.com slash dungeons for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from Just, the I'm telling you, they in. could do a goatsy print. That's all I'm saying. That's God. Fair. You guys mind if I strip down right no, now? No, Matt, no. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.